This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1514, How I Learned to Let Go of Other People's Emotions by Timia Rorcasa of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to ORD with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. I'm here with you every single day reading articles to you that can help you improve the many relationships in your life and doing so in about 10 minutes or less. Today, we'll read a really important one from Highly Sensitive Refuge, an article that can help us rebuild our relationships with both others and ourselves. So, let's keep this intro nice and short, get right into it, and start optimizing your life. How I Learned to Let Go of Other People's Emotions by Timia Rorcasa of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com You realize you don't have to carry those people's emotions, right? My counselor peered at me over the edge of her laptop, her eyebrows slightly raised. I pulled my feet closer underneath me, twirling my hair around my fingertip. I could feel the weight of the emotions I'd been collecting over the past few weeks. It was as if I were wearing a winter coat in the middle of summer, stifled and buried underneath the heat, but unable to remove it because it was all I knew. For two months, I'd been wrestling with being at my house. There was tension in the air that lingered no matter what room I was in. Tension that, to me, signaled I wasn't safe. That, at any moment, things might crumble. Tension that came from one specific person with whom I'd butted heads a few months prior. It was silly, really. Just some drama that could have been avoided. But because it wasn't, I found myself at this crossroads. No matter how hard I tried to create casual conversation or fix things with her, Whenever she was in the room, I felt tense and emotionally overwhelmed. Often just her being in the house would take my great day and completely flip it upside down. I felt the need to fix things, to help her along in her journey, to fight for friendship that deep down, I didn't even want. If you're a highly sensitive person, like me, maybe you can relate. How could I stop carrying others' emotions? Slowly, I put my journal and pen down. But how? I asked my counselor. It sounds nice in theory, but my whole life I've carried the weight of others' emotions, feeling what they feel. It's second nature to me, and I don't know how to change that, how to distinguish between what I feel and what other people feel. I knew my reply was a bit hopeless, but it was the truth. My whole life up to this point, I'd felt like a blank canvas, a space for others to paint and create on, yet I had no control as the artist. I accepted the different colors and the way they painted, letting their strokes shape me into something I'm not. I tell people what they want to hear. I hide my emotions and thoughts in order to appease their vision and to let them use me as a sounding board. I'm great at giving advice, at listening to others, but not so great at expressing what is deep within my heart. The result? 
I feel like a victim to the emotions they express. What I learned. Which is why I started going to counseling. I knew I had to take a step in advocating for myself, and had to start learning how to use my voice that, for so long, I'd kept quiet. I respect how you feel, my counselor answered. But before you start telling me this won't work, let's just lay out a map of ways that you can start to take control over these things. I want you to understand that just because people feel something doesn't mean that you have to feel it. You have the power to choose something differently. I sighed deeply, picking my pen and paper back up. I knew that the next thing she said would be important, and I would want to record them for later. Here's my counselor's advice. I hope it helps you too. When you go into a room and you immediately feel your mood shift, I want you to start by taking a moment to pause and ask yourself why you're feeling what you're feeling. Then I want you to ask yourself if you felt that way before or after being around this person or people that are there. In that moment, I want you to tell yourself that those are not your emotions. Just because you sense the tension or the emotions present doesn't mean you have to feel them. You have the ability to tell yourself that you will not receive them or wear them as part of your identity, that what that person is dealing with isn't your responsibility. If needed, take a moment to go to your room or a bathroom or anywhere you have space to breathe for a second. Use that time to recompose yourself and allow yourself to recognize which emotions are yours and which ones aren't. Remember, you are not responsible for fixing the brokenness in other people. Even if you sense their deep internal struggle or emotional conflict, that's on them, not on you. You can recognize it and you can offer advice or help if need be, but it isn't your job to sort through their emotions. When you know you're going to be around someone who is emotionally draining, make sure you take some time beforehand to mentally prepare yourself so you know what you're feeling prior to that. Most importantly, I need you to remember that you are empowered to choose what you feel and you're able to communicate that clearly. Set the necessary boundaries that you need in order to thrive, a counselor reminded me. Your job is not to carry their emotions for them, rather to make sure you are protecting yourself and creating space to handle your own emotions. HSP, you're not alone. I left my counseling session that night with a lot to think about. Over the course of the next few weeks, I started to apply what she said as well as to dive deeper into what it means to be an empath and HSP. Being an empath and HSP are connected, and it's beautiful to finally have the tools to discover who I am and what makes me unique. It's empowering to discover that I have a rare ability to feel what other people feel and to help others in unique and compassionate ways without allowing others to take advantage of that. HSP, I want you to know that you are not alone, that you are more than what people may have told you. You aren't made to be a canvas for others to create on and define. You are made to be your own unique creation, to express yourself freely, and to be a work of art for others to admire. Don't get tangled up in the hopelessness of all of it. And most importantly, don't be afraid to ask for help. For me, going to counseling has been the best thing I've ever done because it's provided somebody in my life who can help me in the journey of advocating for myself. I want that for you too. You just listened to the post titled, How I Learned to Let Go of Other People's Emotions, by Timia Rorcasa of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, and thank you to Timia for this one. And it's worth noting that her counselor's suggestions about how to proceed when walking into a room and feeling your mood shift is definitely a practice worth repeating. Because when you're doing that and stepping into the bathroom or wherever it may be to recharge, you definitely have an opportunity to take stock like you maybe haven't before. Stock of who you're experiencing discomfort around and what that discomfort is specifically. And this is helpful because If we've been in the habit of holding people's emotions for a long time, it becomes very easy to lose track of what triggers us, where our feelings end and another person's begins. So if we can repeat a process like this and establish a pattern, we can have a lot more self-awareness and a lot more confidence when it comes to maybe addressing a certain person if need be. This really provides us with a chance to step back into our power and heal our relationships. So a great article for sure. We have reached the end, though, everybody. So I do hope you enjoyed today, and I thank you for coming and listening until the end. Keep this article in mind as you tackle a new week, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another post. That's where your optimal life awaits.